I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. We are live to our Top 16 patrons, which you know you are. We love you. We thank you. But in case you don't, we're going to go ahead and shout out all of our current patrons anyway. Not just the Top 16. All of them. All of them. All right. So, of course, we have Aaron Gardner. Myth Oceanus, Ace Micah, Pig, Scuzz Daddy, Adil Saeed, Jeremy Drysdale, Ray Powell, and Austin Johnson. Thank you so much for the support, everybody. We, I mean, I really can't express enough how much it means and how thankful for we are to have that. Um, it really is the start of some great stuff here. Uh, we really hope to hopefully soon have better microphones, get some art made for the podcast, a better streaming setup. Oh, yeah. As well as we're going to get some soundboards, pop filters, maybe new microphones eventually. Just whatever we have the ability to do. So, moving in, we do have some quick play news. Uh, we have the... There's a uh, announcement for our Tokyo Game Show stream uh, from Konami, which will be September 30th from 7pm to 7.50pm, where they're going to release a bunch of new Master Duel information. So, Which is something we've all been waiting for. Absolutely. So, uh, that's pretty much the only quick play news. Everything else we have is, like, tons of card releases. Yeah, yeah. Like, within, what, a couple of days? Just... Or just a dump. Just a dump. Every day. Yeah, it's it's been about a week, because it was, like, we recorded last Wednesday, and then Thursday, <clears throat> it was just... Just content. Yeah. Just pop, 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 pop. Non-stop. Because yeah. the OCG is gearing up for Battle well, of Battle of Chaos. Battles of Chaos. So they're getting all so they're getting all information all the new cards out of that set. Beginning with uh yeah, sure. So first we have the new Ghost Rick support. It's time to spook and scare 2021 style. All right. So the first card we have is Ghost Rick Siren. It is a level 4 dark fairy effect monster. It has 800 attack <laughs> and 1500 defense. Caleb, 
<laughs> for those that don't know, <coughs> I have bronchitis, and I forgot that when I led into that. So, Caleb, I'm going to let you actually read all the cards, if that's okay. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Level 4 Dark Fairy <coughs> Effect, 800 Attack, <coughs> 1500 Defense. Cannot be normal summoned unless you control a Ghost Rick monster. As all Ghost Rick monsters state. Is, can, that a, is that a pretty normal thing for Ghost Ricks? Yeah. The whole point is you set them, mm, and then okay, yeah. you flip summon them to get, their, to get some effects off, blah, blah, blah. If this card is normal summon or flip face up, send the top two cards of your deck to the graveyard. <clears throat> and then if there is a ghost trick among them, activate one of these effects. Add a ghost trick spell or trap from your deck to your hand, or change one effect monster your opponent controls to face down defense position. It's interesting. It's not actually activate one of these effects. It's <clears throat> apply one of these effects. So this is on resolution of this card. Correct. Meaning that your meaning that your if your opponent negates, it's the whole effect, including the mill. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but if they let the mill resolve, <clears throat> then whatever, whatever happens, pick. whether you add a ghost or spell or trap, they they can't stop that at that point. It's too late. That's that's my interpretation of this text yeah. anyway. Yeah. Now, granted, this is just translated OCG text, so it doesn't have uh, our problem solving card text. But based on this wording, um, I think you could still ash it, even if you're just because you can search. Oh uh, well, it sends cards from deck to graveyard, so no matter what, yeah, it's, even it's then, ashable. yeah. Uh, uh, there's a second effect, though. Yeah. Uh, once per turn, you can change this card to face down defense position, which I think all Ghost Ricks also have that effect. Man, that's crazy. That's a super interesting soft once per turn on that, and the other card has no once per turn anywhere. Yep. <clears throat> Next is a new Link 1 for for Ghost Ricks. Ghost Rick oh my Festival! God. So amazing. Link 1 Dark Spellcaster Link. Zero attack. And that's um, fine. It's Link Arrow. is straight down. That's amazing. It's perfect. Materials. A one non-Link Ghost Rick monster. Here's the broken part about this card. You can also use a face-down Ghost Rick you control as material to Link Summon this card. It's the only Link monster where you can use a face-down monster as Link material. That's really good for <clears throat> Ghost Ricks. Oh, yeah, no, no. Because now it gives them uh, the uh, capability to put out a face-up Ghost Rick turn zero. Right. Hmm. And not having to just kind of set one and hope that they don't die next turn. Right. <clears throat> now to what now to what the rest of the effect is. Um, you can only use this card. The second effect of this card's name once per turn. <clears throat> Your Ghost Rick monsters can attack directly while there's a Ghost Rick card in the field zone. Mm-hmm. Two. When your opponent's monster declares an attack, you can tribute this card to special on a Ghost Rick monster from your deck and face down defense position. Oh, that's pretty good. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> new spell card: Ghost Rick Shot. Bang. Normal spell card. Um, you can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. Hard once per turn. One. Special summon a ghost, one Ghost Rick monster from your hand or graveyard. Then you can change a face down Ghost Rick monster you control to face up attack position. Um, two. You can banish this card from your graveyard, then target a Ghost Rick exceed monster you control. Attach one Ghost Rick card from your graveyard to it as material. Oh. <clears throat> Which lets you get your win con off a of Sucky Boss. Whose like effect it. is that if she ever gets to a certain amount of materials, you just win the duel. So that helps you kind of get to that point. Lastly, a new trap card, Ghost Rick Trick or Treat. <clears throat> the artwork on this card is absolutely adorable. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, you can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. Hard once per turn on the whole card. <clears throat> if you control a Ghost Rick Link monster or field spell, target one face up card monster your opponent controls your opponent can pay 2,000 life points to make this effect become set this card face down instead of sending it to the graveyard 
Otherwise, this turn, that target cannot attack, its effects are negated, and it's also changed to face-down defense position during the end phase. That's interesting. So either your opponent <clears throat> treats you by burning themselves for 2,000, right, or they get tricked by their monster monster being negated and then flip face down during the end phase. Right, right. So the next cards we have are some some vampires. Woo! Battles of Chaos being a uh, very Halloweeny set. Yeah, which makes sense because it comes out right around Halloween. Oh uh, yes, son. <clears throat> Give me one second, loading up the page and sure. So first off, they have. Okay, why am I back in Shadow Specters? Says uh, Yu-Gi-Oh organization. It's kind of funny. Yep. <clears throat> uh, first off, we have one. First off, we have a new main deck monster, Vampire Ghost Ogre. Not to be confused with Ghost Ogre. Ghost Ogre. <coughs> uh, level three dark zombie. Uh, Fifteen hundred attack, zero defense. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each per turn. If this card is normal summoned, you can send another vampire card from your hand or face up on your field to the graveyard, and then add a level 4 or higher vampire monster from your deck to your hand. And if you do, send a level 2 or lower vampire monster from deck to graveyard. That's pretty good. That's a, that's a lot of text. <coughs> Let's break this down. Okay, yeah. so you normal so, summon it. Bam. Yeah. You then can, you can send a vampire card from your hand or face of field to the graveyard, and that's cost. Yes. And then you add a level four or higher vampire monster from your deck to your hand, which is vampire, uh, vampire lord, vampire genesis, vampire lady. Yeah, vampires. just for examples. Um, and then you send a level two or lower vampire monster from deck to graveyard, which is like vampire familiar. And there's one other card whose name escapes me at the moment. Oh, I don't know a single vampire card, <clears throat> so you're doing much better than I am. Yeah. Um, two during your main phase, quick effect. During the main phase, my bad, quick effect, you can banish this card from your graveyard and pay 500. Immediately after this, after this effect resolves, normal summon a vampire monster. Hmm. Interesting how they made that a quick effect that just activates during the main phase. Right, right. <clears throat> Next, we have uh, a new exe- a new rank 8 exceed monster. Looks like it'll be an ultra rare in the OCG, at least. Yeah. Uh, the Undead Vampire, which is kind of... Which is kind of, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Redundant? Hmm. Redun- yeah, it's redundant. <clears throat> I thought the vampires were the living dead. No, 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 that's still undeath. Yeah, but okay, but zombies are like undead, and vampires are the living dead. There's definitely a difference. Kind of, mostly in theme, but then you're, but then you also gotta think, well, where do ghouls fit on that line? Cause they're- Living dead. Well, that's the thing because they have working brains. They're zombie. That you think that might be the only thing is that you're, is that you're undead, but you have a working brain, and that's the separation. I think like, it's not like working brain. It's <clears> like um, like you have like consciousness, right? Like you you can like make your own. You're, you're still sentient instead of a puppet. Right, right, yeah. right. Whereas mm-hmm. zombies just you know <clears throat> brains. Yeah. Well, also depends if you're going with the more magical. Zo- we we got on this got off on this long tangent. Okay, but to be fair, I'm right. Maybe <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those things. <clears throat> uh, so he's a rank eight, <clears throat> which this, which vampires can't. I don't think there is a level eight vampire outside of Genesis. I mean, there's got to be. I think it's just Genesis, and his whole thing is, you to, is, he, is that you have to tribute vampire lord to summon him. Ah, there's got to be. Well, hold on, hold on. It's made with two, pl- two or more level eight monsters. Generic. If you use a monster with a level that is owned by your opponent for the exceed summon of this card, treat it as level 8. 
vampire, a big shtick of vampires is stealing your opponent's monsters. That's pretty good. So it's entirely possible to just steal two of your opponent's monsters and just make this guy with it. Okay, so for for reference, um, I'm just glancing through vampires. Okay, so like you said, there's Vampire Genesis. And classic then, card. Very old classic card, yes. Then there is uh, Vampire Vampus 7. Vampire Vovoid. Or Voiv- Voivode. Voivode. Yeah. That was the new <clears throat> one from Shadow Spectre. So that's the archetype that's being represented here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that one, so that one, you can target up to two monsters in your opponent's graveyard, especially when those monsters to your field and defense position. Hey, and then so you can just make him. Yeah, yeah. That I still find that hilarious. How you could grab like I don't know, but like, you have to grab an eight. No, you don't, because whenever, uh, because for this guy, if you use monsters that are owned oh. by your opponent, they're treated as being level eight. So you can steal like their. Let's just say, for the sake oh. of argument, you can steal their fractal and their kit. Okay. 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 Okay, okay, hear me out here. Hear me out here. Okay, so that's if this card is normal summoned. So, one of the other ones lets you normal summon during your opponent's turn. And then steal them. So what you would do is... Well, no, because it also goes on on a new chain. I was going to say what you could do is, if they, like, activate Fractal, send Kit. When they activate Fractal... No, because Kit's going to trigger by the time that this guy triggers. Well, I would think at that point, you would then activate, like, you, like, they go Fractal, mm-hmm. Mill Kit, mm-hmm. and then in response to Kit's effect activating is when you'd steal them. Yeah, but there's, see, I was looking for a way to, if you, normal summon during your opponent's turn, uh, if the normal summon is on the same chain, <clears throat> like, like, if the summon resolves on the same chain as Karis and Kit, and you pull the kit out of their graveyard before Kit's effect fires off. Then yeah, then you cause Kit Kit to miss its opportunity yeah, to activate. I, I don't think you. I don't think you'd be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't see a way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it, guy would. You'd have to normal summon him, and then his normal summon resolves. The rest of the chain resolves, and then his effect triggers at the same time as Kit. I just yeah, yeah. As Kit, and then you steal the Kit and the Karis, then Kit's effect goes off. Yeah, yeah. Too much copium. But at the same time, that also means that that also means that at most they'll have one material in grave for. A Tri Brigade effect. Well, you can... you can Depending upon what else is in their hand. Well, you can summon two with him. So you summon two materials, mm-hmm. and then you can overlay all three to make this guy, because this guy's two plus Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. So, okay. uh, so yeah, you said the neither uh, player can target it with effects of on special on anywhere other than the graveyard. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, it's other effect. Uh, you can only use its second effect uh, once per turn. Hard once per turn. Um, neither player can target this card with effects of monster special summon from anywhere other than the graveyard, which is interesting, as you said. Yeah, yeah, that was the first effect. Yeah, second effect: detach one, send the top four decks of each player's graveyard to each player's deck to the graveyard. Yes, top four cards of each player's graveyard. Even better, you said top four decks, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> just the whole deck. Um, let's start over. Yeah, you can detach one, send the top four cards of each player's deck to the graveyard. <clears throat> then if a monster was sent to the graveyard with this effect, you can special summon one of them to your field. So, Oh, pretty good. So if you mill a vampire, one of your own vampires, or even mill one of your opponent's gammas, you can steal it. Yeah, this is really what this archetype <clears throat> needed. I mean, this is this is the payoff. Oh, they also have a link three now. Uh-oh. Vampire Fascinator. Fascinating. 
2400 attack. Its arrows are top, bottom left, bottom right. Triangle. Yeah. Um, two plus monsters, including a zombie monster. Ooh. You can only use the first and second effects of this card's names once per turn. If this card is Link Summon, you can target one monster in your opponent's graveyard. You cannot special summon other monsters for the rest of the turn except zombies. Also, special summon the targeted monster to your field in defense position. Broken. <clears throat> you can tribute a vampire monster, then target one monster your opponent controls, and just take control over it. Broken. Until the end phase. Ah, but hold on. You summon her, effect, grab one of your opponent's monsters. Her other effect, attribute to herself off, because she's a vampire, steal mm-hmm. one of their monsters on board, rank eight into the rank rank eight into the vampire uh exceed monster. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Not gonna lie. Yeah, she, if you can get to her, she's an instant of the uh, rank eight dude. Yeah, and the rank eight dude's beefy. Three K to twenty eight. She's twenty four. Yeah, this this is really exactly what this deck needed. Oh yeah, no, oh, no, no, no. Like, <clears throat> like it's. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure that now vampires are probably only one or two cards off from being a rogue threat. I mean, I feel like this makes the deck playable. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely a, you know, local playable thing. You know, but I'm talking, when I say rogue threat, do I mean, get ready for it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, next we have some new Nordic support. Oh. Yes. So, four new supports to the deck, uh, constantly awarded to be better than plants. (laughs) <laughs> that's funny all right give me one second to switch to that other sure page. the first one is a level three light beast tuner effect monster called gillen bursty of the nordic beasts yes the golden boar i actually know i actually know the information behind why the golden boar so you see in the legend uh loki went over to these two dwarf brothers who were very proud of their craftsmanship and said hey I bet you can't make uh, anything good enough for Freya, Odin, and Thor. Bet you can't do it. Bet you can't do it. And, of course, the brothers went, of course we can! And they built a golden boar. Yeah, so first they did uh, Freya's gift, which was a boar made of gold. And that's what that is. Um, I forgot what Odin's gift was. Each time Loki turned to a fly and would bite the guy's ear who was working the forge to keep it hot. To try and get him to mess up. Didn't work on the first two gifts. Worked on Odin's gift. Not oh. Odin. Worked on Thor's gift. He, he messed up. Oh, no. Made him a hammer. And so because he messed up, the hammer's handle was way too short. Oh. And Odin and uh, Thor and Odin, uh, you know, Odin thanked the dwarves and was like, Thor, do you actually like your And Thor went, I love it. That's funny. I can throw it. That's funny. I name you Mjolnir. That's Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Oh, well. It's kind of like a fjord. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Anyway, but yes, um, but yeah, you know, it's Golden Bursty of the Nordic Beasts. Level 3 Light Beast Tuner, 300 attack, 100 defense. <clears throat> for a Synchro Summon, you can substitute this one card for any Nordic Tuner. This is important, because the Synchros you make, the Aesir, require very specific Tuners. Not specifically named Tuners, but... Nordic Tuners. Yeah, like, um, in order to make... <clears throat> The Thor of the Aesir, you need a Nordic Beast Tuner. Uh, to make Odin, you need a Nordic Alfar Tuner, I think. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. He's just kind of like, I can be used for any... Like, he's the second one that could be used for either one. Oh, that's good. The other one is is a card named Vandis. She could also do that. Yeah. And then the third, uh, the third one was Thor, Odin, and Loki. Yes. And Odin <clears throat> is the ghost rare. Yes. Um, anyway... <clears throat> 
you can only use this card's first and second in name once per turn. Hard once per turn. If this card is normal or special summon, special summon a Nordic monster from your hand. You, two, you can target a Nordic monster in your graveyard, except itself, add it to your hand. Oh. <clears throat> yep. Golden Bursty means golden-haired. Fun fact. Yes, uh, forged by the sons of Evaldi as a gift to the god Freyr as part of a dare by Loki to one of the dwarves. Oh, hey, look, the next card is uh, Evaldi, the Nordic smith, the dwarf. I mean, they got it right. I mean, yeah. the sons of Evaldi are a group of dwarves <clears throat> who are commissioned and partially tricked by Loki into making magical relics for the Norse gods, such as the spear Gungnir, the boar Gyllenburst, the malformed hammer Mjolnir, etc. After Loki ruined Fife's hair. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Notes. So, they put notes in everything. Yeah, it's great. So, Ivaldi, the Nordic Smith, level 4 Earth Warrior Monster, 1500 attack, 700 defense. You can only use this card's first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. Hard once per turn. If you control a Nordic or a Seer monster, so the entire archetype, special summon this card from your hand. If this card is normal special summon, add a Nordic Relic card from your deck to your hand. That's kind of stupid. That's pretty good. Haunts, you can normal summon the boar, who's level three, and then effect a special summon a level, another level three, and then his effect special summon stuff out of your hand, boom. Yep. You've yep. got any, you have Odin, Thor, or Loki. And you, and you just added a Nordic Relic because you special summoned him. Yeah, then you add a Nordic Relic, and then another Nordic, uh, mo- and then you also add another Nordic Nordic monster in your graveyard back to your hand. You recur another Nordic monster on top of that. Right, right. <clears throat> uh, next up, we have Nordic Relic. First time I've seen this. Give me one second. Hildskalf. Hildskalf. I believe you. Yeah, Hildskalf. That, that, that's an S, a K, and a J. Yeah. Immediately an H- in order. Yeah. I'm good. H-L-I-D-S-K-J-A-L. Hildskalf, I believe is how that would be pronounced. I'm you, probably wrong. You can have it, brother. Yeah. I... I'm just gonna assume you're right. Anyway, it's one of the rel- it's one of the Nordic relics that uh that uh Evaldi was talking about. There's a couple other ones before, like the Fetters of Fenrir, which is just search for a Nordic beast or just a Nordic card or something. They got a bunch of them. Anyway, <clears throat> you can only use this card's first and second once per turn. Hard once per turn. Special summon a Nordic monster from your deck, and then you're locked out of summoning anything out of your extra deck except a Seers, which is Odin, Thor, and Loki, which is the only thing you'd ever summon anyway. Uh, two, you can banish this card from your graveyard, add a Nordic monster from deck to hand, then shuffle one card from your hand into your deck. Uh, and he, and Hjaldskalf is the High Throne of Odin. And then finally we have Nordic Relic Zvalin. Continuous Trap. Uh, hard ones per turn on both the effects. Uh, one, if you control an Asir monster, negate the effects of all face-up card your opponent currently controls until the end of this turn. Yo, that's broken. And do me a favor while I'm reading this and pull sure. up Odin, Thor, or Loki. Any one of them, preferably Odin. Two, you can tribute a Nordic monster, then target an Asir monster in your graveyard, special summon it. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. All right, so which one do you want? Uh, Let's do Odin. Okay, I have all three pulled up. Okay, cool. Uh, one Nordic Ascendant Tuner and two plus non-tuner monsters. Uh, with once per turn, you can make this card be unaffected by spell or trap effects until the end of this turn. Once per turn, during the end phase, if all if this face-up card you controlled <coughs> was destroyed by your opponent's card and sent to your graveyard this turn, you can banish one Nordic Ascendant Tuner from your graveyard, especially on this card. When summoned this way, you can draw one card. 
Yeah, that's kind of stupid. And this thing gives you a way that even if your opponent outs the permanently outs the uh, Nordic uh, Aseer without banishing it, you can just pull, bring it back anyway. Get it right back in rotation. And then Thor and Loki are pretty similar. Are they? Mm hmm. Like, look at. Yeah. Um, They just have different attack values. Uh, I remember, I think it was Odin at the top and then Thor, then Loki. Okay. Odin has 4K attack. Wow. Big boy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Loki has 3,300. And then Thor had 35, I remember. Right. Okay. So Thor. Once per turn, you can negate the effects of all face-up monsters your opponent currently controls until the end of the turn. Uh, it's a shame that that's not a quick effect. I know, right? Once per turn during the end phase of this face-up <coughs> card, you control destroy, blah, blah, blah. A Nordic Beast, you can bring it back. And if you do, you inflict 800 damage. And this Loki is... Uh, once per turn, when your opponent activates a spell or trap card during your battle phase. Ugh. Yeah. Quick effect, you can negate the activation, and if you do, destroy it. Uh, once returned during the end phase, blah, 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 control, destroyed, set, brought back, using a Nordic Alphar tuner. Uh, special on this card from the graveyard, when special on target one trap in your graveyard, and add it to your hand. Wow, it's a slower and worse mask of restrict. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, he's also on a 33 body. Okay, still. Yeah. I, I really liked the Nordics back when they first came out. So, um, it's which. Hmm? So this is an interesting question. So we're we're done reading the Nordic cards, yeah? Yeah, that, that that was it. Okay, which do you think of the three that got the support, the Ghost Ricks, the Nordics, and the Vampires? Which do you think comes out the best out of this? Like, which do you think becomes the most relevant of those three? <sighs> Probably Vampire. Really? To be honest. Okay, okay. So, like, for one thing, it says you can only special summon Vampires... Because of uh, ne- Necro World, Banshee, Terraforming, and Zombie World. Because remember, there's zombies. They can run Zombie World. Right, right. They can then go, yeah, sure, I'll be locked into special summoning zombies. I don't mind. And just keep stealing your opponent's monsters out of the graveyard over and over again. So or even it can become both floodgates and interruptions of the deck. Exactly. That's interesting. That I don't think you're wrong. I think, though, that the <clears throat> the power level of the Link 1 for Ghost Tricks is just ridiculous again it gives them the what a major thing that the deck needed which is why right now as of recording on september 15th 2021 ghost trick marys are like 30 bucks 35 bucks everything for that deck is insane yeah but mary is well that's because like before mary was still the most expensive card at like five bucks yeah and then went up to seven Mm-hmm. And now it's and now one of them's up to like thirty six dollars. The other one's up to like twenty one. Yeah, they're all kind of insanely expensive now. But that's because a Link One will do that. Think about what Meow Meow Moo <coughs> did for uh, Prank Kids. Exactly. So very powerful card. All right, I think this is a good time to take a quick moment to talk about ETB. Uh, Our locals. That's right. ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana, is a wonderful place to go to hang out to meet friends, play all the games you love, Magic, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, obviously, Digimon. D&D. Uh, yeah, D&D. They, like, they have TVs to set up for... Warhammer. Yeah, they have Warhammer. You can play video games there. You can just go and watch anime if you want. You Whatever you want to do. Uh, and then you can... Obviously, they have regular tournaments for all those games. They have really great communities for each of those games. Uh, once a month, they have the ETB Battle City Day, which is where we recorded the... Uh, the live segments for the last episode where we did round-by-round interviews, that's going to be a regular thing. They're going to do those about once a month. When we know the date for the next one, we will announce it here. In addition to that, 
the um what was uh yeah, and if you if you would like to buy any singles or products from them, you can find their link below at etbgames.com, uh, which will have a link to their TCG Player <laughs> storefront and all of the relevant information. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you so much for ETB for being an awesome sponsor. And let's go ahead and get on into some other new stuff from Battles of Chaos. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Next up, we have new support for Ice Shades and Sword Soul. Yes. And, yo, these cards is pretty good. Okay, first off, we have Cosmocroy, the Ice Shade, and Paratrix. Um, <clears throat> which is a mouthful by itself. Uh, level 10, Water Aqua Effect Monster, 1500 attack, 3000 defense. <clears throat> you can only special summon this card's name by way of its first effect once per turn. One, there's a face-up card in the field zone. You can special summon this card from your hand. Doesn't matter what the field spell is. Technically, it doesn't have to be a field spell. Oh. It just has to be a face-up card in your field zone. I guess if you can find a way to get a not-field spell in your field zone, yeah, then... It would still count. But I think because, I think it's because they are opening that as a possibility for the future. Mm. This may be like a quick-play field spell. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, Quick-play field spell. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> stop, stop. I can only get so erect. Oh, yeah. just Oh, yeah. Like, just inner battle phase. Mystic Mind? <laughs> well, not Mystic Mind. <laughs> like, activate my battle, fi- my battle field, my battle base field spell. Yo, that would be an amazing archetype idea, is quick-play field spells that, like, depending on the phase and stuff, <clears throat> you can, like, cycle through your field spells. Yeah. Um, It would be kind of, it would play kind of like Sky Strikers, but instead of all of the, you, it would be like, it would. I imagine it as something along the lines of like in a movie, like a jumper, where they just like snap their fingers and all of a yeah, sudden they're in a different yeah, environment. Yeah, like quick shift environment changes. Yeah. Oh, oh, that would be so cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Broken, but cool. Oh yeah, no, no, that definitely have to be like a psychic archetype too. Ooh, you right. Yeah, because all the teleporting. Ooh, emergency teleport much? Yeah, yeah, like because like I'd imagine it'd be like, oh well, um, well, okay, I have my main phase field spell. I'm a, I'm a jump to my battle phase and then quick play this battle phase based field spell but then because i played this in archetype specific field spell on top of another one the first field spell just goes back to my hand right it would have to it would have to read something along the lines of like uh if um, if this card is sent to the graveyard because a another field archetype field spell was activated yeah you add this card back to your hand (laughs) and like upon entering main phase you can activate this card from your hand like would have to be the first line of text. Like yeah, or, upon entering, or even phase. or even just straight up, it's a quick play spell whose effect. It's a quick play spell whose effect is, uh, when this card is activated, place it in your field spell zone. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And it could ju- yeah because they don't te- you know and blah 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 blah. Because remember, card text overwrites any rules of the game. Right. That's the point behind card text. <clears throat> anyway, that's beside the point. That would be an amazing archetype. Oh, yeah. Um, two, monsters your opponent controls cannot activate their effects on the field <gasps> while... The archetype could be called scene shifters. Ooh, yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> could all the R&D hire me, please? Anyway, cannot... Blah, blah, blah. Uh, your opponent's monsters cannot activate their effects uh, on the field while... Indian Cradle, the Ice J Depths is on the field, except the turn they were summoned. So... <clears throat> So like let's okay so like let's say your opponent went first, <clears throat> and then it's your turn. 
you do this, their their effects are negated. But then let's say it goes back to them and they normal summon Karis, for example, activate effect to banish. That would still work because right. it's summoned that turn. Which is interesting in that they only get their monster effects for the turn. I mean I think it was I think that's still <laughs> fine. Yeah, it's alright. It's not great. But it's still something that your opponent has to take care of. Could be worse. Um, three, if your Ice Jade monster battles an opponent's monster, that monster loses 1,000 attack during damage calc only. So, in order to run this thing over, you have to attack with a monster with 4,000 attack. I mean... <clears throat> no, 4,100. Or 4,050 or higher. Uh, unless you... I mean, you could... You, I guess there's, like, ways to negate the effects to drop the attack, but, like... Yeah. Still, Axis Kotarka does it, though. Yeah, Axis... I mean, Axis Kotarka could just pop it. Also true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, even just, like, no, you have to attack into it. Even Boral Sword could do it, because it's got 1,500 attack, so then make Boral Sword 45. Then it loses... Uh, <clears throat> then it would lose the attack, become 35. I think it gains half the attack. Hmm. So Boral Sword would be 3750. Yeah. But then it would lose... A, th- a thousand. It would lose a thousand and become... I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't anyway, know. How did we get here? Next up is... Aggle of the Ice Shade. I thought it said Angel. It's Aggle. Dude, I when we first read these the other day, I had the same issue. Yeah. Uh, level 3 Water Aqua Effect Monster. 1,000 attack. 2,000 defense. The stats on these cards... Are interesting. <clears throat> um, you can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. If this card is normal or special summoned... Normal or special. Add an Ice Shade Spell or Trap from deck to hand. Oh... When your opponent activates a card or effect that targets this card, or an opponent's monster declares an attack on this card, quick effect. You can special summon a water monster from your hand or graveyard, <clears throat> except itself, but return it to the hand during the end phase. Also, next time this card will be a battle or card effect, it is not destroyed. So your opponent declares an attack, effect special summon out one of your ice shades from your graveyard, and then if they don't destroy it, it goes back to your hand. Similar to what Rugal does. Yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. <clears throat> Next up, we have Kingfisher, the Ice Jade Ship. Yo, I swear, this thing's <clears throat> level 9. I This was level 10, like, three days ago. Oh. Eh. Eh, whatever. Um, 2,500 attack and, and defense. You can only use this use the third effect of this card's name once per turn. They're probably not both level 10. That way you can't summon out Gustav, Max, and go into it's, Leap. It's gotta be. Anyway, you can target one water monster. You control, equip this card from your hand or field to the target. An ice jade monster equipped with this card can attack while face up defense position. If it does, oh. apply its defense for damage calculation. Broken. All the ice jades have low attack but really high defense, so that kind of gives them a way to punch above their belt, so to speak. <clears throat> That's an interesting way to put it, but you're not wrong. You know, because, oh, I I have 3k defense. I'm just going to punch you with my defense stat. That's definitely interesting. True. Um, next up, you can target one face-up monster your opponent controls with attack equal to or less than the equipped monster's defense. Special summon this card, and if you do, return the target to hand. Hmm. It doesn't say where when you'd activate this effect. If it's if you activate it while it's equipped, 
That'd be interesting, but it also might have to be. But I mean, it's probably just while it's equipped or in your hand. Yeah, yeah. Not the way for the problem solving card text for that. Um, but even then, just hey, your monster's twenty five hundred or less attack. It gets compul- <coughs> uh, it gets compulsed. Yeah, <clears throat> and I also get a twenty five body on board. Uh, next up is their actual field spell, Indian Cradle, the Ice Shade Depths, which makes sense. Yeah, because it's- that's the one that got mentioned earlier. Yep. <clears throat> and before, in some of the earlier cards that got released. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> when this card resolves... It'll be an ultra rare in their side, too. Oh, ab- actually, no, the... Uh, Is it silvery? Yeah, it's silver. That's secret. secret. That's oh, a secret. no. Everything else... No, uh, the, no the Cosmocroy is a uh, secret also. It's also secret. Everything else is super oh, common. no, boo-boo, what are you doing? <clears throat> anyway. This archetype's gonna be nuts, though. Yeah, anyway. Um, you can only fate one card with this card's name per turn. You only get one. If you open two, sorry, and and you activate the first one and it gets hit and it gets popped, you're done for the turn until next turn. Right. Um, when this card resolves, you can add one of your ice shade monsters that is banished or in your graveyard to your hand. Oh. So you and your opponent DD crows something. It's only gone temporarily. True. You can recur it back. <clears throat> Two, once per turn, if a monster is normal or special summoned, you can target a water monster you control. That target and all face-up monsters your opponent control lose attack equal to the that target's original attack until the end of this turn. <clears throat> so you can have your opponent's monsters lose 1,000, 2,000, or 1,500, or 2,500 attack just based off the cards you've seen. Right, right. Which couldn't, you know, which of course they make access code... You act, you activate that effect. I think that could possibly pre- prevent them from OTKing you. They'll still pop your stuff, but you know they'll lose a some attack. Right, right. <clears throat> and you know, like I said, it's just non-targeting reduction. Yeah. Next up is Ice Jade Erosion, a continuous trek card. Um, you can only use this uh, first second effect once per turn. Target one face-up card your opponent controls. Destroy an Ice Jade monster you control. And then negate until the end of the turn. Negate that target. Yeah. Cool. If a face-up water monster you control leaves the field by your opponent, except by being destroyed, punish them for not destroying something, so I guess. sure egg, essentially. Yeah. Uh, you can take one Ice Shade monster from your deck and either add it to your hand or special summon it. Yeah, yeah, no, because like every other card I could think of that, that removes something from the field by not destroying it. Compulse. Compulse is one. Ooh, in the Ice Jade Mirror. Yeah, Ice Jade Mirror. No, like um, like in the Ice Jade Mirror match? Yeah, exactly. They removed it by... Uh, yeah, by bouncing it with the... Uh, yeah, you yeah, can just... Yeah. Um, like like the, only, the only other card I can think of is Zeus, but that also removed the trap card, too. Right, right. <clears throat> so that, that's about it. That's all we got for Ice Jade right now. Uh, for the new Sword Soul, we have... Uh, Good luck with that name. Quijing <clears throat> Long Yawn. Man, why you gotta be so good Yuan. at this? It's, it's Yuan. Why are you so much better than me at this? God. I don't know. Uh, the Sword Soul Catastrophe. Dude, I would have said Kijing. Uh, what did I say? <laughs> I've already forgotten. <laughs> Dude, I have no idea. We'll call him the Sword Soul Catastrophe. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> level 10 Fire Worm Synchro. It's the level 10 they needed. 2,900 attack. I already had multiple level 10s. Shh. The other one. The better one. It's the one they needed. Shush. Fair. 2,900 attack, 2,300 defense, uh, one tuner plus one or more non-tuner worm monsters. You can only use the first, second, and third effect of this card's name 
each once per turn. All its effects are hard once per turn. Right. If you sink or summon another warm monster, draw one card. A pseudo uh, TG hyper librarian. Fair. Fair. A worse one. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's got a bigger body. Um, if you sink or summon another worms, yeah. Uh, if two, your opponent, but if your opponent special summons a monster or monsters, you can banish one of them, burn them for two, for twelve hundred. Yeah. Three. When your opponent activates a spell or trap or effect, period, any effect, quick effect, banish that card, and if you do, burn them for twelve hundred. Burn, baby, burn. Yep. I'm a sword soul inferno. Burn, baby. Yeah, burn. no fooling. This, this is the card you want going into time. Yeah. Just pass, and then like on your opponent's turn, time is called. Good. You're gonna activate any effects. Yep. Because if you do, you lose. You lose. But if you don't, you lose. Uh, if you don't, it's a tie. Well, no. The last thing, because like, let's say you've already burned them for something. Oh <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Or even just like attacked or whatever and passed. Even if they have something to burn you for the rest of the damage, if they do, they just have to. They just take another twelve hundred. Right. It's like taking the maxi challenge. It's taking the burn challenge. I- exactly taking the sword soul catastrophe challenge in this case. Fight and uh, let's see. Next, they have a new continuous trap card <clears throat> called Sword Soul Sighty. Continuous trap. You can only use the first and second effect once per turn. If the, if a card it becomes banished. You can banish a Worm Sinker Monster or Sword Soul card from your hand deck or graveyard or either field. Oh. So, in the mirror, you can banish one of your opponent's monsters for this effect. Uh, two. If this card becomes banished, you can special summon a Sword Soul token. You cannot special summon monsters from the extra deck while you control it, except Synchro Monsters. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know exactly how that would work, but... I mean, it works. Yeah. Uh, lastly, we have a new Despia card, Servants of the Branded, or Branded Servants, which is basically just the corrupted version of Nadir Servants. I mean, I'll take it. I think that's what the lore is for that. <clears throat> anyway, it's a continuous spell card. <clears throat> you can only activate it once per turn. While you control a level later higher Fiend Fusion, you can negate any effect monster... With currently zero attack and or defense activated by your opponent. Two. At the end at the end of a damage step, if two monsters with zero attack battled, you can destroy the opponent's battling monster. Oh. Because if two monsters with zero attack battle, doesn't like nothing happen. Normally, yes. In this situation, your opponent's monster loses. Yeah, so like in <coughs> in GOAT, they both two monsters with zero attack attacking. Both get destroyed, but here they don't. Yeah. Um, but this makes it where, in this case, your opponent's monster loses. Yeah. So, the next one is either... Was that, was that the whole effect? That uh, that was the whole effect. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next one is either Branded Servants <coughs> or Servants of the Branded. That, that's the card I, I just we just talked about. I thought you just talked about the trap card. No, 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 no. That, no, that's a continuous spell card. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a continuous spell card. It's oh, the yeah, Corrupted and Deer. I see it. I'm sorry. <coughs> nah, nah, it's fine. All right. Uh, do you want to hop into the, straight into the next thing? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I mean, unless you have anything to announce real quick or anything like that, you want to toss in here real quick? Hey, join our Discord server. Yeah, join our Discord server. Uh, it is the best place to get all the up-to-date information <coughs> about the podcast. Best place to talk to us, do remote duels with both us and everybody else in the server. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're a patron or not. Just, you know, 
Just come hang out. Chill. Come chill with us. Okay, uh, moving on. We now have the... Thank, thanks to some enterprising uh, vendors who shall be who shall rename who shall be rename unnamed remain unnamed remain thank you for obvious reasons we now have the full set of the 2021 10s unfortunately no access code oh wait 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 i thought we were talking about the lost art promotion the last one oh shoot yes lost art promotions yeah yeah okay so i'm just gonna <clears throat> barrel through it yeah uh-huh. yeah the last three lost art promotions about for six. well it's the whole well it's the six for this year Oh, that's right, because we already had Barrel Dragon. We already had Storming Wind. Yeah. Uh, next the, up is Gemini Elf. Right, so next up is Gemini Elf, which has some extra cleavage. Uh, enchanting nice. Fitting Room, which has some extra cleavage. Yeah, um, but it's cleavage then, on Ujama Green, so... Still. Do um, with that as you will. Uh-huh. Uh, next up is Elements of Herbert Sinatrix, which has some... Cleavage. Some extra cleavage. Uh, next up is Foolish Return, which... Has some extra cleavage, <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, I think no, it's no, like no. a different coffin or something. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's definitely something to do with the coffin. It's yeah, there's no cleavage. I mean, you can look if you want, but it's not there. Uh, yeah. So next is some, like you said, some distributors. Yeah. Uh, and some very very hardworking mods, uh, specifically uh, Scrulping, who is a mod in basically every YouTuber's. YugiTuber's Discord server, uh, MBT, Farfa, Distant Coder, uh, he's a mod everywhere. I mean, right down, I think he's, I think even like packing stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he's a mod for everyone, not just, just on Discord, but also in their Twitch chats. Yeah, just about that. I think, I think modding is just his full time job at this point. I mean, this man eats, sleeps, and breathes Yu-Gi-Oh, so, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh moderation. Yep. Okay. So now we have the full list. Yeah. So to begin with, let's start with the Ad Ignister stuff. It does have a good giant chunk of the deck. It has it has the two most expensive cards in there, uh, which is Akari and Achichi. Yep, Achi- yep, Picari and Achichi, who were like six bucks a pop. And they're both ultras in the tens, which yeah. is unfortunate because the ultra rare slot is packed with cards. Oh yeah, packed with really powerful good cards, which we'll get to later. Yes, uh, if you know, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's got. Let's see. But uh, it's the ones it doesn't have. It doesn't have uh, Bururu, Hayari, Doshin, Don Yor- Robo. Um, what else? That's pretty much all of it. Fire Phoenix, Earth Golem. It doesn't have any of the extra deck stuff. It has oh. it has Dark Infant though. Oh. Um, but it has like uh, A Idol Reborn, AI Love Fusion, AI's Ritual, uh, T AI Strike. It's got just about everything else you can want. Yeah. Let's talk about more of the stuff that did make the tins though. So did not that did make the tins. So <clears> we okay. have Sky Striker Ace Rose as Prismatic Secret, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Gizmet Kaku. It's going to look gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, Bolin. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Transicada. Uh, that's an interesting card. More Adagnister stuff. Yeah. Wind Pegasus, uh, Wind Pegasus Light, Light Dragon. Dragon, and Dark Temple. Right. Cross Sheep got the Prismatic Secret. Oh, oh man. It's going to be pretty. That's a good one. That blue and that white. Ooh, also the Earth Charmer Immovable as an that's Ultra. An ultra. That, that was that's like, a, that's a great reprint. That yeah. was like a $6, $7 rare. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Gravity Controller got a Super. Ooh, that's that's a card that needed that need, didn't need the reprint. Not it needed a reprint, not because of pricing, because it's only a common. 
Right, right. <clears throat> so now there's a uh, shiny black sea squatter is a super. Oh, it's a good looking super too. I saw yeah. the video and uh, Link Karibo is a secret. No, not, not Link a secret, Karibo. A super. Not Link Karibo. No, Ling. 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 Yeah, yeah. I had Karibo. a okay. got a little thing in my throat there. Ling parallel exceed as a prismatic secret. Uh, boys. That's also gonna be super nice. Yeah. Um, Goki Ironclaw got three print in guts, which is neat. Uh, Noctovision got a super. As well as the Deep Sea Artisan, Sentry, and Minstrel all got commons, which is a great yeah. reprint. Uh, Lantern Shark and Buzzshaw Sharks were getting kind of hard mm-hmm. to pick up. Gearsu, the Orcus Mech Knight. is an Ultra. Uh, King Beast Barbaros. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Union Driver. That's actually a good one. Yeah, that's a rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malice, Lady of Lament is Prismatic Secret. Here's a good one. Ghost Mourner and Moonlit Chill as an Ultra. Oh, yeah. Adam Anima- Emancipator Archosaur. No, Animadorned. Animadorned, yeah. It's not- also an Ultra. Oh, if that card was an Adam Emancipator. Uh, let's uh, see. Dragon Mage Shio got a Prismatic Secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's see what else. Uh, Proxy F got... It's got another common. Ravenous Cracker Dragon. Uh, um, Cracker Dragon. That's a good one. Uh, Area the Water Charmer Gentle as an Ultra. Mm-hmm. Deep Sea Aria as a Super. <clears throat> Heavy Forward as, as a, a super. super. That's a great reprint. Oh, the Prismatic Secret Fusion Deployment. Very good. Gravedigger's Trap Hole as an Ultra. Very nice. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? More Adagnister stuff. Uh, Machina Metal Cruncher got the Prismatic Secret. Yo, that card is, that card is awesome. Uh, super rare ar- ar- Artillery Catapult Turtle. Alright, this is some interesting stuff here. Prismatic Secret. Dogmatica Ecclesia the <clears throat> Virtuous. Then and- Dogmatica Theo, Aiden, Flirtily, Maximus, and Fallen of Albaz all got ultra rares. And Nexus. And Nexus, yes. All got ultras. And then you have um, Infernobles, Astolfo, <coughs> Ogier, Oliver, and M- Mogus, I think. Yeah, Mogus. All got all commons. commons. Uh, uh, all the Melfis. Super. Yeah, all the Melfis got common print reprints. Uh, Gizmek Okami, the dreaded Deluge Dragon as a super. Melfi of, of the Forest as a super, and Melfi Mommy as a common. Yeah. Jewel Driver uh, Vespinato common. Ty- uh, Titanic Clad as an ultra. Nadir Servant as an Ultra. Oh, here we go. Chaos... Yeah, Nadir Servant is an Ultra. Chaos Ruler, the Chaotic Magical Dragon, caught the reprint. Oh, Pog, dude. That's as a an good ultra. one. <clears throat> Let's see. Drill Driver Vespinato is a common. <clears throat> Let's see. Oh, TTT, Triple Tactics Talents, as an Ultra. So that's that, awesome. That's a great reprint. Um, Dogmatica Punishment as a Prismatic Secret. Yo. That's that's pretty. Uh Schism got an ultra. Tidying got a rare. IDP got the Prismatic Secret. Yo, that card's gonna look amazing as a Prismatic Secret. Uh let's see. Who a couple else? of Speedroid cards. Uh Ret Time Reviver Emitter. <clears throat> Raiders Wing. Phantom Knights of Stain Greaves as a super. And Phantom Knights of Torn Scales as an Ultra. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's where it gets really good. Nerval as an ultra, Karis as an ultra, <clears throat> Fractal as a prismatic secret. Yo, ha ha ha. Uh, Dogmatica Ayashan is a secret, and then Virtual World Lulu and Lao Lao each is uh secrets, and Gigi and Lili as ultras. Yes, Alpha the Master of Beasts as, as an the ultra. ultra. Another great reprint. Yes. Uh, Shinshin is a super. 
Good. Penguin Brave as a common. Raider's Knight as a rare. Arc Rebellion Exceed Dragon as a super. Uh, Jaja and Fan Fan for the Virtual Worlds are yeah. rares. Um, Divine Arsenal Double A Zeus Sky Thunder Ult. as an ultra. Right, which we Prism- knew. Prismatic Secret Fairjeet. I don't care. You can't touch my Starlights. Yeah. Um, <laughs> try, uh, super Rare Rugals and Ultra Shuregs. I mean... Which is neat. You can't touch my original First Ed stuff. Fair. Uh, Prismatic Secret, Tri-Brigade Revolt. Yo, I saw that card in, uh, I think it was Rev-Z's video. Amazing. Oh, Prismatic Secret, Vulture Roll, Nyan Nyan. Yo. Uh, Tri-Brigade Airborne Assault is a rare. That's interesting. Oh, get this. That card's playable. Oh, yeah. Get this. An Emancipator Crystal Leonite, Raptite, and Dragite. So the Crystal Tuners... All is commons, mm-hmm. and then the actual synchros, Risen, uh, Leonite, Re- and then the three, yeah, the three synchros as ultras. And then you <clears> said <throat> researcher is a super already. Yep. Or researcher is an ultra, seeker is a super. Analyzer, seeker and analyzer are both supers. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Science has got the prismatic secret. Drytron, Beta, Rastaban. Hey, 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 Adamates made her friends. Not in the tins. Secret yep. from Rise of the Duelist. I pulled three of them. Please let them go up to like $10 a piece. Yeah, no, with that, they might. No, they're, they won't. They're yeah. terrible. It's a terrible card. Fair enough. Terrible um, card. Like I said, Drivetron, Beta, Gamma, and, De- and Delta all got super. Zeta got the Prismatic Secret. And honestly, this is where everything gets to be the most interesting. So we have Kelshadal Kaios, Reshadal. Uh, as a uh, Rachel Wendy and National Ariel, all as ultras. That is so all three of those cards have only ever been printed as super in the structure deck. And then as prismatic secrets, we have El Shadal App Clone and the structure deck artwork of Construct. Yo, as a prismatic secret. So we're not just not only are we including <clears throat> last year's core sets and side sets, now we're also including a structure deck. Mm-hmm. But wait, not just a structure deck, because guess what else is here? Raviel, Uriah, and Haman are all prismatic secrets, as well as the new support cards, Dark Beckoning Beast, Chaos Summoning yeah, Beast. Yeah, Raviel, Lord of Phantasms, yes. Shimmering Scraper is a prismatic secret. Yep. Uh, and then obviously, uh, the last three cards here True are True Light, Light Magician, Magician Salvation, Salvation and, and Piercing the Darkness. Which is the exclusive. So that's all the cards, right? No, there's one more at the very bottom. Oh wait, which, oh wait, I didn't scroll down all the way. Is, oh no! Which is Megaton... Number two fifth card number two fifty eight cross out designator as oh, an ultra. Oh no! Oh no! Called by the grave, but better. Sort of. Sort of. Uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> I'm not. Ju- I'm not gonna say like our banless predictions because that's the next episode. Mm-hmm. But like, come on, we all know it's fitting to happen. We don't want it to happen. Well, it shouldn't happen. Well, here's the thing. Would they do it and not try to cash in on it as hard as possible immediately? Oh, no. They would definitely reprint it in either Brothers <clears throat> of Legend or so um, Gold Series. Yeah. So, <clears throat> we wait. If you know, you know. If you know, you know, you know. But I say we... Before we decide, we should probably wait until we get more information on those sets. Because if one of them has it, it's coming off the list. Oh, for sure. For sure. Again, the, again, Konami being smart and wanting to cash in hard on the, off the back of those ten, the cross-eyed designator in those <sighs> tins. Unfortunately, yes. 
I don't um, want Maxi back. Please un- don't bring Maxi yeah. back. Unfortunately, Access Code Tracker <coughs> is not in here. So I'm thinking we'll probably get the reprint in possibly uh, an alternate art in Gold Series. Gold Series Eldorado. Dude, they could have done so good. They could have reprinted Access Code here and then again in Eldorado like they did last year with Appaloosa. <coughs> no. No, they decided not to. Man, that could have I, been so hard. I, I know. I don't know why they didn't do that. That, But, I mean, I think it's a case if they decided we, we can either put Access Code or this, or uh, Access Code or Zeus, mm-hmm. and they can't do both, and I guess they just kind of decided that if they didn't put Access Code, Double uh, A Zeus in this, they're not going to reprint Double A Zeus at all. Mm, yeah, pretty much. It's Which is entirely a po- possibility. Because <clears throat> Brothers of Legend is supposed to be more about the Kree Brothers and their shticks. And then the next set that could possibly have reprints is Synchro Storm, which is all about wind monsters. Yeah, yeah. And Synchro Summoning. Well, we have one last thing to talk about at the end here. Uh, which is the OCG mm-hmm. has received a new limited <clears throat> and forbidden list. Now, is it necessarily going to impact us a lot? Probably, Probably not. not. But it is it's still interesting to look, and it could be an it could definitely be a potential indicator of where this format is headed in the future. If you look at something like they ban Dryden over there, and then two weeks later we ban Dryden over here. Yeah. Um. Another possible. I mean, it, it's also a possibility for us to kind of look into future products. Right. OC on the OCG side, at least. Um. You know. You know. Because with you know because Konami is actually. Because the TCG is behind, as far as products are concerned, uh, for Yu-Gi-Oh! As compared to the OCG, <clears throat> they kind of have to... The ban list before the product comes out, set it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, here for the OCG, we're looking at the newly forbidden cards. First of all, you have True King of All Calamities, which was at 1 over there. It was limited. Virtual World was still a Tier 1 deck over there. Uh, it is now forbidden. Not anymore, it's not... Uh, it's still probably good. If it's still oh, good yeah. over here, it's probably still good over there. Oh, yeah. Um, then you have Mystic Mine went from limited to forbidden. That's an interesting, interesting one because... I guess m- they finally just got, just got tired of it. <laughs> well, Mystic Mine over there was a one-of. Mm-hmm. And as a result, it was like a power one-of. Um, decks like Prank Kids that were already playing Terraforming could now also play that. Sky Striker would also play it. It's just a tool to slow down the game, and it became a powerful one of. So, um, being splashed in a lot of different things that it really did not need to be splashed in. Almost everything. Yeah, just it didn't need to be splashed in that stuff, so that caused it to be like a problematic card. Yeah, outside like, of you know it already existing. Uh, kind of like Dragoon back when it first came out over here for the TCG, where everyone just kind of splashed. Yeah, Verte, uh, Red Eyes Fusion, and blah blah blah. So, uh, then we have some newly limited cards. Cyframe Gear Gamma went from two to one. Two is already weird. One, it's unplayable. Just about, because then you're running a brick just to, for, just for one hand trap. Yeah, at that point, I'd rather just run Herald of Orange Light times three. If you can. It doesn't matter if you can or not. You have the same probability of just That's having true. two heralds. That's true. As opposed to opening the one Gamma and not the driver. Yeah. That That's fair. I mean, it, it's... It's or, just as easy to run all three of your heralds. Or just not run anything at all and just stick to the Imperm Valor package. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, that might be the case. Um, next is Divine Arsenal AA Zeus from 3 to 1. That's really interesting, because it prevents you from making a Zeus on top of a Zeus. Unless you, like, unless your opponent makes a Zeus, you might control their Zeus, well, attack with it, and then overlay their Zeus on top with Well, I think Zeus. mind control prevents you from attacking, but I know what you mean. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Make another, yeah, like, steal their Zeus, make a new Ixie, attack with that, and overlay into a new Zeus. Yes. But that's the only way at that point now you can overlay a Zeus on top of a Zeus. Yeah, as if you somehow use your opponents. So, um, then we have some newly semi-limited cards. And something to keep in mind here is that in the OCG, semi-limited list is an actual thing here. It's not just malicious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, they probably have, like, 40 cards on the semi-limited yeah. list. Like, before, like, with the OCG, before they take a card from 1 to 3... Or from three to one, it always goes through the semi-limited list beforehand. And it's not even that. Sometimes they just cards just like get put there and stay. Like they have ten key semi-limited, and yeah. they they like to put cards to two just as like slight consistency hits. Yeah, to kind of yeah, just to kind of throttle down the consistency on some decks. So yeah, to cut well throttle down specifically combo really. In a way, they don't like combo over there. So no. uh, you have Soul Eating Overreactor went from one to two. Yo. Oviraptor. Hey, good for the dino players over there. Yep. Uh, I mean, it, it unlocks some real stuff combo-wise, but good for them. Because uh, the deck was unplayable. Uh, Red-Eyes Darkness Metal Dragon from 1 to 2. The cards are added. That makes no difference. They could go to 3 today, and it's fine. Yep, you're still only ever going to run 1. Yep. Uh, Pot of Desires went from 3 to 2. That's really interesting. It's a consistency hit, I know, but... <laughs> I mean, I guess. I, mean, I don't know. Desires at 2 is interesting because it, like, prevents you from, like drawing desires off desires as much and stuff yeah. but like um, yeah and also prevents you it also prevents activating pot of desires and two of those cards being pot of desires right um cross out designator from <clears throat> three to two how do we feel about that mm. Mm. called by the graves at two also yeah i mean and now at this point i'm pretty sure most decks would run two called by two cross out yeah the, and the thing is this way you you can still cross out a cross out so, like, if you Ash... So, let's say your opponent normal summons Magellan, and then you Ash Blossom, and your opponent activates Crossout, then you can cross out their Crossout. But then you're out of Crossouts. For the right, but then you have to understand you're done. Yeah, It's yeah. no longer a threat, which is an interesting dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives a lot of mind games with the, do I cross out here? Do I cross out my opponent's Crossout, or do I just let theirs resolve so I can hold mine? Right. Um, unlimited cards, Danger Nessie from 2 to 3, Salaman Great Circle from 2 to 3, Mind Control from 2 to 3, and Pendulum Call from 2 to 3. I think realistically it's all probably fine. Uh, I think Salaman Great Circle could go to 3 over here also. But like, I mean, Nessie is a good card and all, but like, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, their unlimits aren't near as interesting. Not really, no. Um, I think that'll wrap us up, though. I think that's everything we needed to talk about, and we actually yeah. did it in a, a decent time frame for once. I know, right? So, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, this is the part where we would read uh, a new rating from, or review from Apple Podcasts, if we had any. Ugh. So, please leave ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. It helps the Yugi rhythm. I mean, algorithm. Same thing. So, please be sure to do that. Um, be sure to tell all your friends about us. It, it really means the world to us. Um, thank you again, all, the, all of our patrons, for your support. Uh, without you, this would not be doable. We gave him the shout-out earlier, right? I don't know. I'm going to do it again, though, because I love him so much. Just in case. Uh, Aaron Gardner, Myth Oceanus, Ace Micah, Pig, Scuzz Daddy, Adil Saeed, Jeremy Drysdale, Ray Powell, and Austin Johnson. 
if I didn't thank you before, thank you again. It means the world. <laughs> and if we did, you get a second thanks. <laughs> exactly. So thank you everybody for listening to today's episode. Be sure to like it. Be sure to share it. Be sure to leave the ladies, ratings and reviews. Come to our Discord server to, to give us feedback and tell us how we're doing. Tell us we suck. Tell us we're great. I don't care. I just like hearing the feedback. So, but tell us, I would prefer if you told us how we could improve. Yeah, yeah. Don't just say we sucked. If you could tell us how we improved, that would be like amazing. But thank you everybody for listening. And please have a good day. Take care, everybody. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.